Tonight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about season six, episode three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Fear and Loathing on the Planet Kitson. Right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And Jeff Randall's in New York. New York City, man. New York City. The biggest of apples. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's awesome, man. Um, so, you're in New York. and I am. And, uh, Pete, which we mentioned last week, you're, you were going to New York. Um, I am also coming to New York just to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. I realized that since he already had a hotel room, I could get a flight for super cheap from Atlanta, and I'm just going to shoot up to, I've got to go to Atlanta anyway, so I'm going to shoot up to New York for no reason. It's going to be awesome. What do you mean, no reason? There's all kinds of reason to come to New York. Yeah, but I don't have like a job to do. It That's feels, fair. It feels very frivolous to just like take off and go to New York. <laughs> But I'm but I'm down. So just like Jeff said, uh, if anybody wants to get a drink or something, let us know. Uh, we actually should totally do a meetup. We should. I'll uh, I'll kind of scout out some places around. If anybody knows uh, any great places around the financial district area, uh, World Trade Center, that area, really anywhere in in Manhattan, um, let us know, and uh, you know we'll do a meetup. Yeah, we should have had like a good spot in mind, and then been like. Meet us at this place at this time. Yeah, but everybody knows by now that we just kind of wing it. This it's is our true. this is our thing. It's true. We wing it. Uh, we we maybe by the time we drop our our last episode tonight, we'll have that in mind. But tonight we're talking Agents of Shield. Oh, and just to, just to throw it out there, uh, Jeff is also uh, being recorded over Skype instead of his normal super cool setup with a condenser mic. So uh, the quality is probably not the same as normal. We apologize, uh, but we did not want to wait any longer to talk about these episodes and talk to you guys some more. So let's talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., my friend. All right. I'm I'm ready. I'm, I've, I've watched them on a very tiny screen because Hulu's not available in the hotel. Let's do this. Oh, weird. Hulu's not available? Like, like on this? Uh, you, oh, you mean like, you? I gotcha. Not on their TVs. Right. I've got Netflix on their TV, but not Hulu. Gotcha. Well... I am really digging this last episode. This last episode was crazy. Like the whole tone was just so whacked out different from from the way that the the this season started. Yeah. The season started kind of like just really dark and gritty and and like let's go find fits. I guess we should spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert for everybody. <laughs> so the season started off all like gritty and mean and just like really aggressive but then now it's like they're they're starting to have fun with the idea of like there's other shit to do in space yeah well i did not know the title of this episode when i watched it and in the middle i was like they're doing a fear and loathing in las vegas thing <laughs> like when it goes to the i don't know i don't know if you know that movie or whatnot but uh that that whole scene where it goes fisheye and the fisheye lens and it shows her and she has her inner monologue talking and she's like, I lost my little British friend. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's from fear and loathing in Las Vegas, a really, really great movie, uh, about Hunter S Thompson, the author who just does a lot of drugs and the whole movie is like from his perspective. So there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on around him. And he's like constantly doing a monologue that, that was very similar to what Daisy was doing in that moment. It was awesome. Did, yep. 
it's so cool that this show took a second to make a not a second but an entire episode to make a fear and loathing reference <laughs> i didn't even know the the name of the episode until like right before we were going to record when yeah. we were looking up what it was and i like i had read in our feedback that somebody had said you know like fear and loathing on the planet of kits and i was like aha that's clever you know that's it's a clever thing but no that's the name of it that's just yeah. the title the name gets it. It's great. It's really, really great. And yeah, I did love seeing a little more fun happen this episode. Uh, you know, also some seriousness, but like really fun friendship stuff, both with Fitz and his Chromicon. I love Enoch even more now than I did before. I do too. I was a little nervous middle episode. Like I almost felt like Fitz was going to u- overdo the using and his uh, bluffing, as it were, and that he that yeah. like Enoch was going to get offended. Um, but man, Enoch as the sad robot is so funny. <laughs> like when he was when he had his head laying on the uh, the alien blackjack table, and he was just like, "I have no purpose." And then like he turns his head and just continues like he. He reflops his head on the other side to look at Fitz. Yeah. Died laughing. I, we've all been there. We've all been there. Those existential crises. Um, oh, man. <laughs> it, it reminded me, I, I feel like it, it had, it's almost a reference to um, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. There's the like mopey suicidal robot or whatever. Marvin, yeah. Yeah. Good times. I, and then... Also in this episode, we finally got uh, we got Daisy kicking some ass. Yes, which I I, I I found slightly unbelievable because she could barely get off the floor a second earlier, uh, and then yeah. she was like, she's like, okay, I can't use my quake powers because I can't control them. And then for whatever reason, Simmons was a better shot, and she's <laughs> just as high. And uh, oh man, well, I forget his name, but the the male agent who was on the ship who had three Davis. He had had like six. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, he was so funny. <laughs> I'm a secret agent in space. <laughs> so most Agent Shield episodes are I enjoy, but I don't want to re- necessarily rewatch this one. I'm definitely going to rewatch. I, it's so good. Yeah, this is this is one that uh, you know you don't really need any context. It's just fun. You just need to watch it for the fun of it. Yeah, absolutely. And it really, especially like the whole relationship between Fitz and Enoch really feels like they're finally establishing what this year has done to their relationship. I loved, you know, the classic like Rain Man thing where uh, Enoch is great at gambling, but bad at people and trying to utilize that in a casino. Like, I just thought that was so much fun. This was fun on fun on fun. Like. So many elements were super fun That's, in this episode. And then, uh, you know, if you if you're looking into it a lot, you can uh, you can kind of see like where Fitz and Enoch have progressed uh, in in this time frame, going into when they showed up in the future of the last season, because uh, you know all of this is happening before Fitz wakes up from cryo sleep, so. You know, if we're if we're following the the thought of, or at least Fitz's thought of, like this is what has to happen in time. It all goes in you know in the same flow. Then all of this should be still happening to lead Fitz into being you know that space pirate guy that he was in the future. Interesting. I'm sorry, I'm a little lost. What when was he a space pirate guy? <laughs> 
in uh, if you remember in the lighthouse when they went to the future in season five, right? Fitz took the long way. That's why he was. That's why they're searching for a, uh, a cryo sleep pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. So he shows up and is posing as like a, a decorated space pirate. At the time, you know, he had that medal that was you know indicating how many people he had killed. He seemed a bit more vicious uh, in the future. So. I don't know. It seems kind of like they're they're playing this into that character and kind of informing those decisions later. Interesting. I don't know about that. I was assuming that the destruction of their ship was something that's only happened in this timeline. I didn't think that this stuff happened in the previous timeline, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, we we don't know what happened to their ship in the in what you know in season five. All we know is that he just showed up in the future. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we don't know how I got there. That's a good, it's a great point. I, I was thinking, yeah, and it does make sense that he would be pretty good at bluffing his way into that crew, uh, on the ship, um, in season five. So cool. That, that is interesting. I, I, we, do we know how, why their ship was destroyed? Like what was that wave that destroyed their ship? No, not at all. Okay. I was wondering if it was anything that was done by the agents this season or something. I, I don't know. So we don't know if it was something that was naturally occurring that happened last time. would have happened last time anyway. But if it, if it did, that's that's a neat twist on the story. I like that. Well, uh, I really enjoyed this episode. How about we jump into our feedback? Uh, Brandon hit us up on Twitter, said, Adam, so you cast so... Maybe I didn't pay good enough attention, but it seems like the rules of time travel were different in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than Endgame. So, huh? Yeah. So it does seem that they're changing the past, but the, the, the trick is they're doing a totally different kind uh, kind of time travel here. It could be that using the quantum realm causes time travel to operate one way while using the obelisks causes it to uh, react a totally different way. They also traveled to the future and then traveled back to their own past, which like maybe that makes a difference in the way that time travel could function. I'm not sure. And it could be something to do with how the obelisks function too. Um, we just don't, we just don't know, but yes, this does seem like they can change the future in this version of events. Yeah, and uh, with with Endgame, we don't really uh, we don't really see the long lasting effects, or well, rather, we don't see the effects of them traveling through time long term, or rather, like when they get back, we don't see what happens after they've been back for a little bit, uh, long enough for maybe some Chronicons to show up to try to set things right uh, in a almost like a. F- Flash CW series kind of, you know, let's set the timeline correct kind of thing, or even uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. So that, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the, why don't the Chromicons show up to mess with them in the past? When they're when they're in the battle and or when they're in end game or whatever, you know. Uh, so that that's true. It could. It, I don't know. I don't know. It could be that they somehow approve of that time travel, like that time travel is being done to save half the universe. So maybe that's maybe that's how the time stream was always supposed to function. I don't know. They didn't stay too terribly long in in the past. It, at least most of them. We don't know how long Nebula was there. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe they came for Cap too when he um, 
when he was spending his time with Peggy. Yeah, it's possible unless that's like time. Maybe that maybe when time travel was outlawed in the year whatever whatever uh, <laughs> the Chromicon the Chronic Chromicons. Chronocoms. Chronocoms. That makes more sense. Maybe the Chronocoms were like there were certain time travel events that they knew about and always occurred on all timelines and they're like important to the timeline. So maybe there's certain time travel events that are allowed or something like that, which fixing the Thanos snap seems like a possible candidate for that. But I I think what, um, what he, our, our feedbacker here was getting at was that, uh, that uh the the time travel seems to work that you can change your own past by changing the future <laughs> and maybe that's just the way it always was well yes but that would be a that's exactly his brandon's point is that's a different kind of time travel that's like the 12 monkeys kind of time travel whereas uh in game is the you can go back and cause timelines but you can't actually go back and change anything yeah i don't, yeah. I don't know Time travel, man. That's that's why Doctor Who has to go to the timey wimey well so often. I don't know what any of that means, but okay. In Doctor Who, at some point, he just admits that, like, like the way time travel. Someone asked him some of those questions about how time travel works. And he's like, "Oh, it's timey wimey. You know, it's it's in like it'll correct itself because da da. Like, he just he he calls it timey wimey." as like a way of bl- brushing off questions. And then la- in later episodes, he uses it a few more times where he's just like, yeah, timey wimey, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, don't ask me questions. It doesn't matter. That's, that's not part of the story. <laughs> doesn't matter how time travel works in this scenario. <laughs> Quit trying to put rules on it. Yeah. Let's just go save it. Uh, all right. I, yeah. I, we might have to go with that sort of brush off as well. It's different stories on the TV and the movies are trying to tell. So, you know, I, I'm sure if they wanted to, they could write in a line about how time travel works differently because they're using a certain type of technology or whatever. But, uh, uh yeah, thank God for the whatever device. Yeah. It keeps us in the same timeline and fixes whatever. Uh, that was a thank you for smoking line that I just used there. You're welcome. No, oh, nice. Good movie. <laughs> Uh, let's see next up Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook agents of shield fear and loathing when the hunter took Fitz right in front of Gemma I was like you gotta be effing kidding me these writers are sadistic yeah I true her and and I, I I hate to say it but I think this is like further evidence to my theory that you hated last week I don't remember what that was. I'm sorry. Is where they're not going to get together till the very end of the season. They're finally going to get together, and then the snapture happens, and one of them disappears. Oh, God, don't do that to me. I kind of want them to do it to me. <laughs> like, because the the one thing that would be better about the snapture coming at the end is we. Well, see, now we're expecting it because we're talking about it, but it'd be so out of our minds because it was supposed to happen at the beginning of the season that if it's just a time thing, time uh, timing thing, and it happens at the end, it would be like out of nowhere for most people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're only doing what ten episodes, thirteen episodes, something like that yeah. for this season. Yeah, yeah. So. It's it'll it'll be like you know three four months after Endgame came out, and by that point you know we're I mean we're looking at probably Spider Man would be out by then. 
you know, everybody's everybody's thinking about Spider-Man, and we've already mourned Tony Stark in Endgame, but nobody's thinking about the end of Infinity War. Right, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could, it could be an interesting way to do it. I, I hope they make me forget. If it's their plan, I hope the, the story is so compelling that I forget, and then they do it to me, because I want my heart broken like that. I'm going to throw something if that's the case. I want my heart broken. Okay, well, that is all our feedback. Uh, guys, if you have any comments on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season, send in your feedback uh, to all the places you normally do. Um, you know, We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter. Basically, mcucast on all of the channels, facebook.com slash mcucast. Um, if you'd like to hear more from me, I have two other podcasts. I have the Star Trek Universe Podcast and the Orville Universe Podcast coming out in just a few days or so. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and if you want to hear my music, go anywhere you get music and search for Matthew Carroll. Love to, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.